oops all berries there's also that ready yeah we can do that i've never heard that one thankfully and no that's just a andrew thing it's oh, a cereal you know, you've never heard the oops all berries my oops all berries uh, bit <laughs> it's so I, stupid I, no, I'm good. it's not a bit it's an actual real thing i do yeah uh, go ahead i'm sure it is when, when, when i go to the grocery store and i and i'm with my wife and i see the oops all berries box i scream oh no can you believe they screwed up at the factory again Jesus. Oh my god. What wait, what's oops all berries? Is it a cereal? It's Captain Crunch, but with yeah. all just berries. <laughs> oh my god, it sounds and it just says oops all berries, and I go, oh and the first time I did, I just made like this devastated like like oh no. Welcome to episode 139, season 7, episode 5 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I am Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Hello, fresh in from SEC country. Yes. Uh, where, where did you go? Uh, the south. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> well, I mean... Direction. It was, You're more like You were more like in hillbilly country. I, isn't funny. that the south? No, it's different. <laughs> I was in the uh, greater Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area for the past few days. And uh, I can describe that as three different ways. Okay. Um, oh. One is I felt like as if you boiled the SEC down into a single city. It's that city. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, the second know. way I could describe that is it is Myrtle Beach without a beach. That's uh, probably way more accurate. Yeah. There's like literally oh, like Ripley shit everywhere and like those 99 cent stores that sell like just rafts and shit everywhere there and just tourist traffic. It's tourist super tra- touristy. It's just mountains instead of beach. Yeah. yeah. And then the third way I could describe it is um, if a Dollywood. if a uh, if a county fair set up shop and then never left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best well, best well and uh, there was there was uh, I counted two uh, Trump stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think every single uh, store that sold clothing or anything always had a Trump or Let's Go Brandon shirt in the uh, window. So that's what we were dealing with for the past few days. So uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they're cheering for him. Yeah. But Dollywood. I went to Dollywood. Great time. Highly recommend Dollywood. Especially when I went because there was no lines. Also, who did you see there? I saw actually saw Dolly Parton. She was there. Uh, apparently, she was filming a movie with Willie Nelson. I did not see Willie Nelson, but he was also there. Hmm. Well, you you, you would have noticed the the cloud coming in from his trailer, probably or his bus. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, the the other voice you heard there is uh, Tom. Hey everyone, I still have COVID, so you know, still, still testing positive. Well, I'm still testing positive, but I mean, I've felt fine for like a week. Ah. Uh. So I don't know. So right. Going to the grocery store, touching everything, sneezing yep. at people, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I have been going to the grocery store. Look, I can't not go out, but I am wearing a mask, so there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably... Com- I don't know what you want me to do. I gotta buy food. Sorry. Well, so see what Order pizza. Simply, yeah, simply order out every day. Let me tell you something. My kid, who had COVID way worse than I did, has been like negative since last week since the weekend mm. but here i am still testing you're positive. old your immune system sucks he's his young it's evolving still i had i got a whole ass extra shot than he did yeah you're like of the vaccine like and it did not matter 50 or 60 years old or something right 
43. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Man, y'all are old. It was like you forgot the second number for a second. <laughs> 42. <laughs> oh, it's, it's reaching emphasize. that point. I wanted to emphasize. <laughs> Uh, also uh, joined by uh, special guest Nick this week. What's good? Uh, a lot a of things. Resident things. Penn State fan. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> it lives in somewhere else that is not Pennsylvania. I'm in. Yeah, I'm still in Big Ten country though, the West Coast. You got out. <laughs> That's true. He's still in Big Ten. No, <laughs> the Big Ten country of the West Coast. <laughs> not quite yet though. From no, sea, shining sea, it will be. Right. I was about to say that. Well, I said it first. <laughs> yeah, that's why I stopped. All right, so uh, welcome, and uh, I don't think that we have any new rankings other than uh, Brian Fremo finally updated his uh, FEI ratings, which are um, <coughs> they're usually fairly accurate as far as advanced uh, stat models and shit like that goes. Um, I, I think it's going to be more accurate, obviously, as there's more data. As of right now, if you go to their uh, site, if you just look them up, it's F. R E M E A W or E A U, sorry, not W E A U. If you look him up on uh, on Google, you'll find the site FEI ratings and uh, what is what is his ratings based on? Since no games have been played, I wonder. Yeah. I'm assuming it's uh, based on. I mean, if you go to the, I can't remember if I put the link in here or not. It's uh, I believe it's bcftoys.com and uh, <laughs> you know bf bfstoys.com where he said. You know, yeah. <laughs> toys. B C F, as in Frank. Um, he toys. he lists how he toys. does it, and it's like a whole freaking paragraph. So I don't know if we want to go into it on here. Um, it is a sure does seem to like uh, Georgia. Interesting. It's a little Interesting. bit more. Interesting that Andy likes this. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, doing this last year, sir. Um, you were, and they probably he probably really liked Georgia last year too. <laughs> well, maybe he was right. Maybe. Last year, at least. Only maybe. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, I don't know that it's really worth reading off the whole thing. I guess we, we can do the top ten uh, like we usually do. So we got Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, how does that compare? The other ones have Clemson up there. Or at least for AP and coaches. was SP? SP Plus also has Michigan. Interesting. All right. Um, Notre Dame at five. Clemson at six, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Utah rounding out your top ten. Uh, How does a team that lost their whole ass defense have the number one defensive rank? I wonder. Well, yep. I mean, <laughs> that they. <laughs> I wonder. That they didn't re- like. I mean, so here's the thing: they don't really. Okay. Th- there's not. Uh, Here it comes. Starters are not really necessarily super important there because they uh, both both strings play. It is play. when uh-huh. all your starters were drafted in the first round. <laughs> sure, but if your second string plays just as much, and in this case, Jalen uh, Jalen oh, Carter is probably a, a better player than anybody on Georgia's team last year. He just wasn't eligible to be drafted. Um, what if you also but he did not your technically your defensive coordinator. I don't know. We'll see. That, yeah. We'll see how much of this is uh, is Kirby's system and how much of it is. Uh, was Dan Lanning. What if I said that putting Ohio State anywhere near the top 20 in defense is a fucking crime? <laughs> I mean, Georgia's third in offense. I don't know if that... That, also, that definitely feels like a crime. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm not sure about this ranking anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, you can you can take a look at it or not, but uh, yeah. Let's yeah. check back in with the Toys website next week. <laughs> 
I, I, so like, it's just like, okay, the top three teams are also the top three offenses. I mean, so what there's, I, I just, there are really good offenses out there. There just aren't the best team, but it doesn't seem like this, this They're, rating. Okay. All right. Since the, since this come up, FEI ratings are opponent adjusted possession efficiency data representing the per possession scoring advantage a team would be expected to have on a neutral field against an average opponent. Offense cool, ratings are opponent adjusted. They haven't had any opponents yet. Yeah, I mean these are projections at this point. I mean, otherwise they nobody would put out any advanced stats until like halfway through the season when you had results. Yeah, which is what they should do. That's exactly I my mean. point. Sure, sure. Well, this I mean these are projections at this point, so things are going to change, uh, obviously as we go. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Uh, we do have a slight. Uh, I can't tell from week to week because they have screwed up this site, but I can tell from your screenshot here that we do have a slight change in the FPI from last week. Oh, mm. did not even look. Uh, oh, because because we had a top 20 team play uh, because North Carolina played last week. They were 19th in okay. the FPI. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, they had that rousing 56, 24 victory over FMAU. A team that and was missing like 25 players. They have moved okay. to 30th now in the FBI. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What did they? Be? How did they win? How much did they win by? I did not watch that game at all. Uh, 56 I mean, I to 24. Okay, okay. Probably it was very close at halftime, though. It was like within the touchdown mm-hmm. or two, I believe, at halftime. Yeah, probably shouldn't be beating an FBS or an F, uh, FCS team that's missing like 26 eligible players. By so they dropped to 11 places. Yeah, so they dropped 11 places. Cool. Um, uh, I'm assuming that... 32nd, but I don't know what they were. The other I'm assuming that FBI, FPI would have been predicting uh, the 19th best team to beat FEMU by more than that. I would assume that that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's to say? We don't know. Who knows? You, you don't know Maybe anything FAMU about is FPI. really good. We, we don't know much about SP+. We know nothing about FPI, about that's how right. it works. Uh, so yeah, and we know a little bit more about FEI because he actually has some of his logic up there. Um, uh, let's see, let's see if they changed any of their um, predict. So they were predicted to go. I want. I wish I had an easier way to keep track of this than just like screenshot it. They were predicted predicted to go eight and four. Uh, they now are predicted to go seven and five. Okay. And they dropped from a point one percent chance to win out to a zero point zero percent chance to win out. <laughs> I mean, I'll say Confidence. that they... Am I looking at the old one? This does not look like the one that you're talking about. Uh, no, no, no. The live the, website? I, I didn't update the... I mean, the, the link is no, fine, okay, but okay. the I did not update the screenshot because I didn't think anything would have actually changed in that. Also, their chance to win the ACC dropped by 3%. I wonder how far Nebraska dropped. Yeah, that's... I don't... Far. The, the bad sure. thing is I can't see... Yeah, they weren't, they weren't on last but, uh, week's... Or at least the screenshot uh, we they, have. They are only 40th, though, in the FPI now. Still? Yeah, oh. that's yeah. Huh. They're gonna be the. Let's let's see where Northwestern is. Northwestern, uh, you know who Nebraska lost to is sixty eighth. Well, they're they're just they're gonna better, say uh, that uh, that Nebraska shouldn't have lost that game. Oh, actually, <laughs> Northwestern and Tulane are yeah. Northwestern Tulane are the zero teams, so they are the average FPI team. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that... So you're telling me Nebraska's below average, and yet they're still ranked above it. 
I think that what you'll find is most of the people that had advanced stat systems were like last year they were like, yeah, we we don't know how to account for Nebraska because they should have a lot more wins than they do. Yeah, they should have gone three and nine. <laughs> like basically, yeah, they they shouldn't have gone three and nine. They should have been at worst like six and six. But you know, they just basically throw out their hands. They're they're like, we we can't program for that. We can't program yeah. for Scott Frost. Three and nine with a positive point differential just like probably breaks whatever uh, calculator you're putting it into. Uh, yeah, I don't think that you can really run them through any of these things and have it make sense because it doesn't. Happy Scott um, Frost day. Happy Scott Frost day. Here, everyone actually. Yeah. Um, I believe his. I believe his buyout dropped significantly. Um, I was listening to a different podcast today. It was in September, October. His buyout dropped significantly, which seems dumb. But uh, I feel like it was like, yeah, they restructured it like in the off season to do that. Yeah, yeah, he was betting on himself basically, which you know what? That's a hell of a play. See. Yeah, <laughs> it's working anyway. out so far. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about who's in the Big Ten for now until it expands from sea to sea to shining sea. Sorry, manifest um, destiny conference. Mm-hmm. So we got in the East, we got Ohio State, we got Michigan, uh-huh. defending champs, Michigan, Wolverines, <laughs> right? Something. And then we got Michigan State, playoff participant, Michigan. Yeah. That's right. They were certainly there. Hang, they, Hang they, the banner. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they showed up. Uh, Penn State. Of the they, four they, teams, they, Michigan uh, was one of them. Michigan was certainly one of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, Penn State. Yeah. We got M- Maryland. Rutgers and Indiana. Uh, also, uh, you could also refer to Rutgers as Rutger, if you will. Rutger. They haven't earned the S back. That's true. No. In the West. In a winning season. In the West. Andrew, you want to read the teams in the West? Um, dog shit, and then that's it. Uh, Wisconsin no, and dog shit. Well, yeah, Wisconsin and dog shit. Uh, Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska. Illinois and Northwestern. Okay, and that's the uh, that's the Big Ten West leading uh, Northwestern as of right now. Correct. That is correct. Thank Actually, you. that is Big Ten overall leading Northwestern. Yeah. Yep. You guys are all looking up at Northwestern. How's it feel? Yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead and talk about some uh, games to watch this year in the Big Ten. Uh, we got. Notre Dame at Ohio State this week at uh, on the third, obviously Saturday, week one in four days. Yes, that's correct. Um, we got Penn State at Auburn in a couple weeks on the seventeenth of September. The Bo Nix Bowl. We're just gonna call it that. Hopefully. Bug snacks. Bug snacks bowl. That's right. That we got seems that, probably. That, see, you know what? We're just gonna call that the Outback Bowl because that's literally <laughs> what the game is. <laughs> it's just a preview. Yeah. It's basically yeah, the that's Outback what it was. Bowl. I think that's what it was last year. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Yep, your uh, your 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 Outback or Capital One Bowl or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. Various SEC uh, Big Ten Bowl. Yeah, not not quite the top tier, not quite shit either. But yeah, um, Wisconsin at Ohio State on the twenty fourth of September. We got Michigan at Iowa. That could on, be a Big Ten championship game preview. Could be. Has been in the past. Michigan and Iowa could also be a Big Ten championship preview on October first. I mean, honestly, uh, Ohio State and Michigan <laughs> against somebody in the West, it could be a, it could be a Big Ten. I mean, yeah. Well, if you said Ohio State or Michigan versus someone in the West is a Big Ten championship preview, I think you uh, would get a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance of that happening. Right. Yeah. 
That's why I'm just saying. Jeez. Um, they all all the teams in the West equally have a chance to get to well, except for maybe Nebraska. To the, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the West is anybody's game except for Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, we can probably rule out Minnesota too, but oh. yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Wait till we get to that preview section. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. I got some takes. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, okay. good. I want good. All right. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, Purdue at Wisconsin on October 22nd. There's that. Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State at Michigan on October 29th. It will be uh, misting rain that day if it's not snowing. It'll be overcast. It'll be miserable. And that's the way they like it. It'll we got the seventh or eighth anniversary of uh, Whoa, He Has Trouble with the Snap. Mm-hmm. Boy. Whoa! And Ohio State at Penn State on October 29th as well. Uh, announces uh, not it's as announces not a whiteout correct no i believe the whiteout is uh because that game's gonna be at noon and the whiteout announced as noon uh i believe that was the rumor was that that was gonna be a big ohio state penn state gonna be a big noon game and they want to save the whiteout for a night game okay well. are you only allowed to do the whiteout once a year uh according to tradition yes Okay. It loses its, I don't know your it loses its, its luster. Uh, yeah. Its luster of of its <laughs> currently is it still have a losing record or did it finally get over the hump? What luster <laughs> has not already been lost? You know, it's very loud. I, <laughs> Speaking from experience, <laughs> I think last I knew it had like a 500 record, and I thought it lost that lost it like a year or two ago to be under 500. Well, I mean, we won. We beat Michigan, and what even was the whiteout game this year? Last year, I don't even remember. <laughs> All right, it was Auburn. We won that, so it's definitely if it was 500, it's probably back above it. It was versus Indiana because you guys need everything you could get. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, it wasn't. There you go. <laughs> um, we also got Nebraska at Iowa on November 25th. Michigan at Ohio State on November 26th. And why is Nebraska at Iowa on there? I don't know. Yeah, because F1 had it on there. Um, okay, well, Minnesota three and oh, yeah, three yeah, and yeah. seven Nebraska against. Seven and whatever Iowa. Nah, they're they're like a a solid four and three. Um, yeah, probably actually. <laughs> Minnesota at Wisconsin on November twenty sixth. That's right. Everyone Can loves a, a good Floyd or Rosedale Trophy game. Uh, maybe I asked this question last year. Has Purdue always been in the West? I feel like they're yes. In East. Yes, they've always been in the oh. West. All right. I don't know if I believe you. They're further west than Bloomington, so. We had to split it somewhere. Yeah. All right. All right. They'll probably and, be in uh, this team soon. Well, it's easy to keep in mind because Purdue is located uh, where, Andrew? <laughs> uh, Western Lafayette. That's right. West Lafayette. Yes. So there you go. The Western so, side of Lafayette. On. Yeah. It's like the Western, uh, it's, you know, it's the West Virginia thing. Almost seven. The, the Western part of the West uh, Lafayette. Yeah. What are we holding? What? Are, it's literally just Lafayette is on the other side of the. There's like a river that runs through it, and Lafayette is on oh. the east side of the river, and West Lafayette is on the west side of the river. It's a really sad movie too. Is literally just the campus, and I believe that's it. Hmm. Okay. All right. The more you know, um, Athlon's projected winner is Ohio State over Wisconsin. For what it's worth, who's that lost to? Shocker. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. What? Oh, 
Yeah, you're you're looking movie. ahead. We, yeah. we haven't gotten there yet. The readers oh. can't, or the listeners can't see <laughs> what you're reading, rather. Readers, not readers. <laughs> Podcast um, is a visual medium. That's right. And so in the East, we got Ohio State. I think that's how you have to say it, right, Andrew? Ohio? It's Ah-ha- no. Ohio? Only when you're... No, we specified this last week. Only when okay. we're not talking about one of the three C cities. Okay. Or Cincinnati or Cleveland. Okay. Those are all in Ohio. What about Chillicothe? Okay. That's in Ohio. And it was the original no, capital, no, no. correct? No. No? Uh, it was. But okay. Chillicothe, no one lives there anymore. Uh, because <laughs> well, just it was an industry do. town that went to hell. Uh, yeah, it's just that's just like not one of the, Ohio. It's not one of the three If it's not one of the three C cities, uh, then it is Ohio. And if it is one of the three cities, <laughs> it is Ohio. Dayton, uh-huh. Ohio. 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 Yep. Good Newark, Ohio. <laughs> Newark, Ohio. Newark, Ohio. Yeah. God, that's so hard to say. Ohio. All right. Presumed quarterback for Ohio it's State. Presumed. The <laughs> Ohio State. And yeah, Ohio State University. It's copyrighted. Presumed quarterback, CJ Stroud. I don't know. It might be him. It might not. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll could see. be anyone. Could be it's an open Ewers. battle. Yeah. Could be Quinn Ewers. Could be Quinn Ewers. Who, who can say? Um, uh, Steve Sarkeesian would have no uh, no input on that whatsoever. They lost Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Haskell Garrett. Is that the in the correct? Uh, is it Garrett Haskell or Haskell Garrett? Is Haskell Garrett? I don't know. Those are two I first names. Why, why is he why, not playing at Georgia? Yeah, right. Why he's why he's on the key loss list? I don't know. He played for know. like five years, and he existed as like he was like a decent defensive tackle. But I was like, it feels like they had to list someone on defense. Or like, was I don't he? Know, I guess him. Was he a uh, was he a real lunch pail guy, high motor guy? Is that why? Uh, he was actually. He has a very sad story. I was about uh, to say, yeah, he's the one that got shot. He got shot in the face. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel bad now. Ooh. Before. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Last season and came back and played. He was trying to help some woman on campus who was getting mugged, and when he went to help her, they shot him in the face. It went through his cheek. Okay. You have muggings on campus. We have what? You have muggings on campus. Oh yes, a lot. I mean, yeah, it's Central Columbus. It's a it's a it's it's a bigger town than most uh, college yeah, towns. Yeah. Would say. It's it's literally in Columbus proper. Mm. Ohio State is. It's nice, but yeah. Ohio. <laughs> There's not nice areas very yeah. close to campus. <laughs> uh, yeah, campus, like, where everybody lives is pretty bad. Um, yeah. Would not want to park my car on any of those streets on a regular <laughs> basis. All right, so uh, head coach is obviously Ryan Day. And, uh, yeah, a- Andrew, uh, do you want to say anything about your your Bucks? Uh, you know, I'm hopeful for this season. Things, you know, I think I, think, um, I would say objectively – Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State has the best three tandem in the nation between C.J. Stroud, Travion Henderson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, yeah. I don't think any other offense matches those three guys in nope. those positions. Okay. Um, Ohio State's what positions did two of those players play? Uh, Just out of curiosity. Quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. Well, I knew which one C.J. Stroud played. <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigba. You may remember him going for 7,000 yards in <laughs> Utah. Uh, I do not remember that. I didn't watch that game <laughs> Okay. Was uh, it against the running back? Yeah, it was against the running back. Yeah. But he also, but he also did that literally all season. He was pro, and <laughs> I mean, all season. Garrett Wilson, Chris Lava said Jackson Smith is the best wide receiver on that team, and he is. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as good as him play wide receiver at Ohio State. Um, it, oh, was, that wide receiver okay. room is very old statement. I, I that I've seen play, I do not think there's even better. Uh, that wide receiver wide receiver room is very deep. 
the offensive line struggled at times last year. Um, hopefully they have they returned most of the, the team on there. I think we only lost one person. Um, defense, I, you know, we <laughs> fired the whole defensive coaching staff. Uh, yep. Brought Seems in like Oklahoma State's uh, Knowles to, uh-huh. to call the defense. You know, he simplified the defense. Hopefully it lets them. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Not have mm-hmm. to just think follow their about instincts, it. right? Yeah, just hopefully, let them play. Hopefully, space. that's what it is. Just let them play. They don't have to overthink um, it. And, uh, yeah, play ball. I think they're going to be. Never heard ball. that before. Why doesn't Why doesn't everyone do that? I don't <laughs> understand. I think they're going to be aggressive in multiple. That's my guess. <laughs> so I'm. I'm. Uh, the defense can only be better. I, it, I. I don't think it can actually get worse I don't know, than you guys last lost year. Haskell Garrett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we lost the one <laughs> defensive tackle. <laughs> um, but hold on, is uh, uh, is uh, is concrete cleats still there in the, in the as a middle linebacker? You know, it's spirit. I'll, ha- it's I'll have you know he's he's on an NFL team. How dare you? How no out of practice? What are the practice probably. squad? On Surely he's not team. starting. Uh, if you no, want, he's on a practice squad. He is want, selling like, insurance right now. There's no way. Show me the receipts. He is. He is. Show me the he's receipts. Selling insurance. Yeah. If you uh, if you want someone who's adjacent to him, uh, there's another linebacker who's white whose name is Eichenberg. He is uh, not as slow, but still really slow. Uh, the line is he starting? Then? Why yes. are y'all the playing line- these oh, scrubs the, out there? <laughs> the line the linebacking is currently, uh, I would say, just north of Dyer. Uh, we have uh, Eichenberg, who was who was Roseblow MVP on defense. Uh, which uh, I don't know what to take from that because the defense was shit that game. I was about to say there's 100 uh, total points in that Rose Bowl. So. They, they, they got to get the word to someone. And uh, Steel Chambers, who was a running back up until uh, the Rose Bowl last year, uh, are our starting linebackers. So okay. here's the problem. You play in the in the big, so like, you know, you don't you, you play against these teams that don't have passing offenses, so it kind of lulls you into this false sense of security that your linebacking core probably isn't that bad. And then you play uh, like a team with an... Offensive pulse, and then you know, <laughs> yeah. but they were just bad versus the run too. Like the defense was just a nightmare last year. I don't know. They so yeah, I, they they looked pretty bad against Oregon. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. They look bad versus yeah. everyone. So hopefully it's better. I don't know. I mean that's the the offense can play with anyone. They uh, in the nation. They got a the they got a five star linebacker came in C J Hicks from yeah. uh, from Dayton. That's right. C. Ohio. C. Hicks will be good. Dayton, Ohio. Uh, yeah. Name name to look out for Sonny Styles. In the in the defensive uh, backs room there, and, it's a good name. Uh, okay, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Let's. I, I'm hopeful for the season. If the defense gets a couple stops a game, I think that they can. This team can win a natty. So we'll see. Who was the transfer that you brought in from Oklahoma State with Knowles? Uh, he's this. He's a safety, but I forget his name. Yeah, but he's supposed to be good. Okay. So um, there's my preview. Do you ever think about just playing like seven defensive backs and four down line? <laughs> I think that's what we tried last year. That also did not work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, oops, all DBs. <laughs> oh. oh no, they screwed up in the factory. <laughs> oh no! Wait, hold on. In the in the Ohio factory, they screwed up. <laughs> we only got DBs. <laughs> oops, all DBs. <laughs> we can't defend. Them. Oh, they Run. screwed it up. <laughs> We're running an O O and eleven oh. defense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul DBs. All right. Um, Safety's rushing the rushing the quarterback. <laughs> You've heard of prevent Iowa comes defense out with like you know ten offensive line <laughs> quarterback and they just run <laughs> up the middle. We can't there's do anything. There's yeah, eleven one hundred and eighty pound guys. <laughs> yeah, they, they come out there with five 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 offensive linemen and five tight ends. <laughs> 
and just run the wildcat out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like 1920s football. Run the quarterback, yeah. They've got that, like six 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 tight ends going up against a six foot DB. Oh, oh. This will go great. No. That's the, that's the final form of Iowa. Is just the, like it's just Harvard circa like 1910 offense. It's those formations that like killed people. <laughs> They, they show up in the leather hat <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> this is what Brian Ferentz wants. <laughs> Actually, I think you, in some ways, just described, or we just in some um, in some ways just described Georgia with three tight ends this year. You're going to see that a lot. <laughs> oh, with God. the wide receiver. I'm not going to see it a lot because I'm not going to watch. Uh, you'll have to. We got a lot, we, we got a lot to cover a this lot. week. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go. Next next team, we got uh, Michigan projected at 10-2. and two. Presumed quarterback, Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy. And that is presumed uh, because... Biblical. One of them is starting the first game, and one of them is starting the second game. I think it's McCarthy starting the second game against Colorado State, I want to say. Yes. And so, I mean, there's no way he can he's, play week one. There's no way he doesn't look good against Colorado State, right? Like, wait, wait, who does Michigan play week one? Uh, hold on, they play... Some oh, wait, no, it's the other way. It's the other way. They, they play Colorado State the first week in Hawaii game, too, who just got a shit ton of points by Vandy. Yeah, man. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. both those quarterbacks are going to look good. I would say. Yeah. Both of them are going to look. Yeah. Whichever Sorry. team Michigan only beats by like thirty-five is going to not be the starter. <laughs> and they're both going to look good. And there's going to be, uh, and you know, they voted, uh, Cade McNamara as the captain, so you know the locker room likes him. And there's mm. going to be some rifts here, man. I, I, I don't understand what Harbaugh is doing. I mean, not that we ever do. Yeah. Uh, but this is even bizarre for his standards. Yeah, this it, is... it's weird to do like a to call it in advance that one quarterback's got one game and one of them's got the other instead of being like, okay, we're gonna give this guy like two series and then we're gonna bring in the other guy for a couple series and we're gonna see what happens. Even though I don't know that that always works either. Um, we'll see. I mean, how it goes. is anyway. yeah. Cause, I mean, they played Colorado State week one, which is like a new staff but still a depleted team like you can just probably roll both those quarterbacks into that game and be fine and get the analysis you want without having one quarterback start one game and one start the other i think it's because he just wants to put well he's going to put jj i mean i would assume he's putting uh, jj mccarthy out there and he's just not going to take him out after that he's gonna be like well he did great so we're just gonna uh he's gonna start game three he already he started this last game he's just gonna come back out there just really doesn't want to bench McNamara, I guess. Maybe it gives him an easier out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows what what that man is thinking? It's inscrutable. I, I think. Um, yeah. They lost Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, and Daxton Hill, and uh, head coach is still Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh is still there. Still They're there. Good job. I know Michigan's replacing both of their coordinators. Because Correct. their DC went to the Ravens and their offense coordinator went to Miami. Yeah, uh, I think Michigan. So right, Michigan is replacing both coordinators. Both of you know their defensive ends is probably one of the best tandem defensive ends we've seen in. They both went in the first round. I mean, yeah. Uh, they're replacing their starting running back Hassan Haskins, who was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team has, uh, you know, underperforming written all over it because now they're they got the pressure cooker. They won the conference, and now you know the fan base is hungry again. Of oh, we can do it. We can beat Ohio State. But I, I don't know if they got the dogs to do it anymore. I think last year was a they hit a perfect storm. Um, 
you know, I think we're going to see a Michigan regression, uh, probably eight, nine win team. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking as well because, like, yeah, they're just losing. I mean, they lost like a, just too much talent and too many like brains. Like, it's just going to be kind of a re- retooling year. It has to. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan State projected at nine and three. Presumed quarterback is Peyton Thorne. They lost Kenneth Walker and some other dudes. Uh, Kenneth Walker, obviously very good. Uh, running back. Extremely good. Yep. And uh, Mel Tucker is their coach still. He of the $9.5 million and bumped up everybody's salaries around college football that we talked about, uh, I think it was last year. Get your, good guy, get Mel. your NF Helping to everyone today. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9 and 3 seems very high for Michigan yeah. State to me. Their entire uh, offense was Kenneth Walker, man. <laughs> was Kenneth Walker. Peyton, if you're, if you're hitching your horse to Peyton Thorne, I, I, I don't know to tell you. That's like he's the, decent, but yeah, maybe they have another good running back. They did. You know? He did apparently throw for three thousand two hundred thirty-three yards last year, which is something. Yeah, um, but he, I mean, I mean like, that's okay. But man, the, Kenneth Walker also had sixteen hundred yards rushing. So there's that. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. That offense was all Kenneth Walker. Yeah. yeah. They have like one decent wide receiver. I think that's still there, but ooh. Actually, here's here's a here's a bad stat about passing efficiency last year. They were 104th in S- in FBS in passing efficiency. So yeah, that's not yeah. great. Yeah, sounds about right. They were, yeah, he, they he, I, if you watch Peyton Thorne play, he's not a very good quarterback. Yeah. All right, enough said. All right, yeah, nine and three seems a little high. I mean, I, I think they're more seven five eight and four at the at the most. And yeah, Michigan seems a, a bit high. Eight and four nine and three seems about right to yeah. me. But that's last year opinion. was nice, but. Yeah, it's not happening again. Same same story. Yeah, not unless they got way better recruiting than they currently get. I think it's more of a rebuilding year, like you guys were saying. Um, we got Penn State uh, projected eight and four. Uh, Sean Clifford is still there somehow. He is the starter. That's been confirmed. Okay. Um, uh, thoughts on that? How do you, how do you feel about uh, Sean Clifford? See the, the devil bigger... you know versus the ones you don't know or something. I mean. <laughs> I mean, he's 24. I don't like. I mean, you. Ha- you I guess you kind of have to keep him a starter because he's the only one there with like tenure that's proven it. The bigger I thought story you were saying is ten years. The- it feels like he's been there ten years. <laughs> Does feel like he's been there ten years? <laughs> well, I feel like the thing with Penn State is every quarterback they've had for the last 15 years is literally just Sean Clifford, like reinvented again. <laughs> Some yeah, they just little white like, quarterback yeah. who just runs around. Yeah, I think I mean, they the got next- like a. A Penn State quarterback generator, and they just hit a button, and it spits out another white quarterback that's like six one, and like underpowered arm, and kind of has, scrappy and dude. Has Moxie, yeah. has Moxie, <laughs> yeah, real, real lunch pail guy, etc. Worship like a deity. Uh, yeah. But the real, the bigger story with the quarterback announcement was the backup was announced to be uh-huh. uh, a five star freshman that we got uh, in recruiting this off season that everybody's super hyped up about. So it's really just kind of looking forward. It, every, this year is very much looking forward to next year already. Yeah, because yeah. are they going to alternate games starting? At I don't think so because we're not. <laughs> we're not coached by Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> we're coached by uh, something okay. else, but might still be as bad. Go ahead. Question. Uh, okay, so if they're projected at eight and four, I mean, do we actually think they're going to hit eight and four? One. Also, they went seven and six last year. 
Yeah. And I think it was much worse in the COVID year, if I remember right, because he was it separated was... from his family. There was a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, whatever. it was four and five last year, I think, or 2020, I think. Okay, so at what point are people like, okay, we're we're not okay with this anymore? Um, you can't. He can't go seven and five again. If he goes seven okay. and five, people are going to be very. They're, I mean, they're just going to be very mad because we can't fire him because we gave him an extension. His buyout's like sixty million dollars or something. Jeez. But I mean, we don't know the actual numbers, but it's probably about that because he's being paid not Hold Bell up. Tucker money, but near it. Did you I guys did. give him an extension before the COVID year or after? No, we gave him it last year. We gave Why? it to him like because he might because because last year was fucking insane. He, he was probably going to LSU or uh, USC or wherever the hell. But he, and he was being seven he was talking and like six. that the entire time. Yeah, we didn't know that at the time. I think we gave it to him. No. Oh shit! Well, I don't. I forget. Oh, exactly did they have a? Week. Did they have an Aggie season last year where they started out? Oh yes. yeah, they started out yes. five and zero. Oh. Yes. Yeah, we were like ranked four going into Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. And then Oof. Sean Clifford got hurt, and, then, and everything fell and apart. Then you may remember the nine overtime yes. <laughs> tragedy. Yeah, I, do I? <laughs> you weren't there. You uh, weren't there. I think, I think Penn State this year is an interesting team because they got a they got the number one running back in the nation, Nick Singleton. Yes, uh, he's, coming in. He's very very hyped up at camp. He's probably the starter actually. And they also have that five star quarterback. So I think you know. Like Nick said, that uh, a lot of this year is going to be what's going to happen next year. I think Penn State's big problem this year is they don't have wide receivers, really. I mean, last year you had Johan Dotson, um, uh, who was a beast. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, and I, we have Parker Washington, who's like another another KJ Hamler type where he's just small and very fast and will probably like eat a slot. But outside of that, we got a transfer from like Western Kentucky. <laughs> And freshman, so you're not entirely wrong. Yeah. So next year, Penn State's is year is next year. Totally he, next yeah. year. Yeah, it's probably going to be next year, but he has to like show more than what happened last year because it was just, it's just unacceptable. Yeah, that but, doesn't seem great. Yeah, I mean the defense, the defense should be fine. We still have Joy Porter Jr. Still have Jair Brown. Uh, PJ Mustafer, who's like a monster at stopping the run, is going to come back from injury. He, remember, he got hurt against Iowa, and that's kind of when I think that's a lot of the reason why Illinois was able to just run for like 300 yards in the 5 billion overtime game. Hold up, j- just a second. I just realized that your defensive coordinator is Manny Diaz. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, uh, our DC went to go be the head coach of Virginia Tech, and we hired Manny Diaz to replace him. Okay, was I was it? Am I the only one that didn't realize that Manny Diaz had gone off to PDC there? Yes, I did not realize. I, I did not. I did not know this. Okay, well. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know what that's gonna look like. It should be good recruiting, but I don't Man know. Yes, he was going. a he was a good defensive coordinator. He okay. he's probably a better coordinator than he is a head coach. All uh, there's that's a lot of people. There's right? a lot of guys yeah. out there that 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 goes for that that fits. But like, yeah. I mean, I'll exactly. gladly take it. Sure. All Coaching right. staff seems good. I just, sure. like, 2023. All right. Also, we have, like, a six foot six, two hundred like, 30-pound punter. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, yeah hopefully uh, hopefully he's he's good. <laughs> is, is he from Australia? Uh, <laughs> no, he's from, I think, Maryland. Okay. But 
Yeah, he's the he's, Australia he's just, of he's America. Very, yeah, the Australia. No, that's Florida. He's very large. Good day, mate. Would you like some old bay? That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, next, we got. Uh, we should be able to go through the rest of these teams real fast because <laughs> yeah, nobody correct. gives a shit. You would think. Uh, Maryland projected at six and six. Presumed. Presumed. Presumed quarterback. Uh, Talia Tungavailoa. I think I said that right. Oh, the name. Right? Talia. Talia. Okay. What did I say? Talia. Yeah. Talia. Sure. I did. The, I got the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, they lost some dudes that it's Maryland. I don't really know who they are. Uh, head coach is still Mike Loxley. And, yep. uh, yeah, they're going to be doing Maryland things. They might be a little scrappy and, uh, and scare some people. I'm trying to see what, what might be scary on the schedule. They're at Ohio they, state. They, it's, it's not very scary. The second worst team. In the they'll probably, game. they'll probably score oh, wait, no. a million points, but not, not according to stop any defense. Sorry. They, they have Michigan state at home. That might be a little scary for Sparty. Uh, they got Purdue at home. We got Northwestern, Ohio state and Rutger at home. So, yeah, yeah, they, I don't think, yeah, they they might scare Ohio State for like half of the first quarter, but no, uh, that's about it. The opinion. only the only note I have is that their defensive coordinator left to go to the XFL 3.0. <coughs> <laughs> hmm. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> Maryland football, okay. Maryland. That's where they're at. Um, Rutger, we got prison quarterback Noah Vidral. Or Gavin Wimsat, they lost some dudes, and Greg Schiano is uh, still their head coach. All right, so nothing. Sing us a song All the song. No lies detected. Um, uh, I think I think Rutgers is going to be decent this year for Rutgers standards. Like better than four and eight, decent or six wins. Uh, will they go bowling? They will be yeah. borderline bowling, I would say. I think oh. they'll go bowling. Okay. I think they'll keep their okay. upward trend. Um, their offensive coordinator is Sean Gleason. Why does that name sound familiar? Does that ring a bell with anybody else? I've never heard of it. Nope. Okay. Um, all right. Fine. Uh, oh. carry on. Uh, Indiana projected <laughs> a four and eight. Uh, presume quarterback Connor Bazelak or Donovan McCauley. And they lost some dudes and head coach is still Tom Allen. Uh, this is the year that Tom okay. Allen gets fired. <laughs> Yeah, Think they so? replaced right. both their coordinators because they went like two and ten last year. Also, they yeah. no longer have uh, Phoenix to uh, they don't have to Phoenix rise up to... and <laughs> to rise up and lead them to victory. I'm, I mean, they're they're probably going to be a two or three win team this year. They might not win a Big Ten game. They are the worst team in the Big Ten. Yeah. Okay. It's dire. Doesn't seem great. Um. All right, West. We got Wisconsin. Presume quarterback Graham Mertz, who uh, certainly came in with a lot of fanfare and has been incredibly underwhelming, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if anybody else would concur with that, but I would. I mean, it's probably him and DJU in a race for like the least uh, or the worst, like didn't meet expectations quarterback well, last year. To be fair, he was also injured, I guess, right? But if I remember correctly, but I mean, he, even before he the injury, ten, he had yeah. 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions last year, man, <laughs> <laughs> like they, those yeah. are DJU numbers right there. Yeah. yeah. That's actually better than DJU. <clears throat> I'm surprised he actually threw for almost 2000 yards. Um, all right. 
So anyway, he's back. They lost some dudes, and their head coach is still uh, Paul Christ. So, uh, do we think nine and four seems realistic? I think nine wins seems yes eh, because whatever. they have they have their next Jesus at running back, and his name is Braylon yeah. Allen. Yep. Okay. So they'll be fine. Thirteen hundred yard back as a true freshman. Yeah. Okay. It's Jonathan Taylor all over again, man. So they're gonna uh, lean they, on him. They can't stop. Guys. They. Huh. I mean. Out of the East, they draw uh, Ohio State and Michigan State, so they have a, a fairly decent, difficult East draw. Um, they should they should win every game in the West, though, probably. Yeah. I mean they they should probably win the Sparty game too, but. Yeah, that's yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's still room for them to to stumble, but I mean I don't see why nine or ten wins doesn't seem too crazy to me, with that schedule like you brought up. All right, Purdue, presumed quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, and they lost some dudes. Uh, George Karloftis, I like that name. They uh, Their head coach is still Jeff Brom. And, uh, uh, yeah. You didn't even say David Bell. Like, who's the best player on their team last year? David Bell. Beast. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I just said. I, have, I don't know who. I would not have any had any idea who the best player on the team was. Aiden O'Connell. Don't feel bad, Andy. Yeah. Aiden, well. Aiden O'Connell is probably... I'm gonna say this: probably the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. it's not. The, it's not uh, uh, yeah, he's maybe. a good quarterback. He is. Uh, I think. Is know, that Purdue's saying got, a lot in the Big Ten? But Purdue's got to replace a lot, a lot of weapons. You mean uh, McCarthy? But I. Well. Guys, <laughs> mm. <laughs> damn it, Harbaugh. <laughs> but I think Purdue could. Uh, I think Purdue can make some noise in the West and be in the hunt for the West title this year. They got an easy schedule. Um, I mean, they pull, they open with Penn State, so mm. we're going to set the tone really yeah. quick this season. So that game's, you know, that's an, that's the night kick in West Lafayette. Yeah. If they uh, beat Penn State, I think they probably will probably will Penn take the State. West. Uh, and they also play Indiana Cross. I think Purdue is a dark horse in the West right now. Okay. Well, projected at 8-4 by Athlon, and uh, apparently offensive coordinator is Brian Brom, which I'm assuming is related to Jeff. Uh, so it's that's his brother. You don't remember? Nope. I, I didn't realize that they didn't have nepotism laws there. <laughs> it's interesting. Brian no, Brom, I mean, that's a, former Louisville great? Yeah. A, yeah, okay. He almost won the Heisman, Andy. God. Yeah. Almost Purdue. winning the Heisman. Nobody remembers those people except for you, apparently. Purdue went eight and four last year which kind of surprises me but yeah <laughs> they'll be well they had nine they, they had the oh yeah uh, they, the they beat game. tennessee that's right they beat everyone's favorite freaking ranked team tennessee in in overtime 48 45 um all right and we got iowa projected eight and four presumed quarterback spencer petrus another good name uh they lost tyler linden linderbaum good iowa name tyler goodson and caleb Shudak and head coaches uh, forever and always will be Kirk Ferentz. How long has he been there? I want to know if it's longer than I've been alive. He has to be the longest tenured. He has to be the well, longest tenured coach. In the I league. think. I mean, he has to be. Has I to think be. he's the longest tenured coach in MF. Uh, in FBS. Uh, Twenty three. Twenty three years. It says. Yeah. He's been wow. coaching longer than I've been alive. <laughs> Wait, he has been I'm coaching old. Iowa longer than I have been alive. <laughs> Man, you are young. <laughs> Yes, but I also like have a job and shit. Like I'm an adult. 
Hey, Nick, uh, Tom could be your dad. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could. Yeah. Yeah. I would have I would have had to have that kid really young. <laughs> it could happen. It's, it's realistic. I know what happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about the percent quarterbacks. Any, anything yeah. to say on this? I, I feel like this might be, um, this might have been where I was been charging for a bit. And I'm wondering if this could be a, a year that they, uh, let's look at the schedule, who they got. I know. They pull both Michigan and Ohio State this yeah, year. Yeah, man. Okay, and maybe not. Only, I think they only have two scholarship wide receivers right now. Yeah, but they do have Michigan at home. I mean, they also last year was their charge. Last last year was their charging year. They, I mean, yeah. they went to the Big Ten title game last yeah, year. Yeah, last last year was their last year was their blowout. They didn't. I don't think they lost much from that defense though. Like only no, they'll like have they'll have two they'll or have players. one of the best they'll have one of the best defenses in the country again. Yeah, but but they're not going to have like five billion turnovers or whatever. Correct. Well, they're yeah, they're they're just that type of defense that's like, uh, they're they're well coached. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're well coached. They're not going to do anything too crazy, but they're not going to do anything stupid either. So, um, see Ohio State defense last year. Huh. Um, all right, so we got Minnesota projected at seventy-five. Presumed quarterback Tanner Morgan. Uh, they lost some dudes, and the head coach is still PJ Fleck. He's still rowing the boat. You want to talk about, like, you say Sean Clifford has been there forever. Tanner Morgan has also been there oh. forever, man. That Tanner, man has to be I, at least 25. Uh, I think, He's a sixth year. Yeah. <laughs> it says so. I think Minnesota is another one of my dark horse teams in the West. Tanner Morgan is a decent quarterback. Uh, they return, I believe his first name is Rakeem Ibrahim. Well, who was, Oh, so yeah, sorry, yep. Uh, he was a beast two years ago. Got injured. I want to say in like the first game. It was it was against Ohio State. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, like really early in the season. Yeah. Uh, he's back. He's a very very good running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Minnesota could could make some noise and uh, maybe put some of the uh, get the hot seat off uh, old the old row the boater man this season. They also bring back uh, their offensive coordinator from 2019, who. Uh, was poached afterwards by Penn State and then went on a great odyssey of being fired immediately at Penn State. I'll be honest, I didn't pay attention to how well they did last year, but they went 9-4. and four. Do we really think he'd be on the hot seat after going 9-4? and four? Uh, Everyone hates him. Seat. Yeah. That's just the well, thing. Like, sure. he's, he's a good coach, it's just everyone hates him. So he's Scott Frost, but he's winning games. No, Scott Frost is the opposite. I like Scott Frost, everyone loves him, but he doesn't win. I thought everybody hated him there. All right. I thought I mean, the behind the scenes stuff were about him partying and all this other stuff and I mean I don't know how the fan base feels, but the the administ- like Nebraska, like the administration and like boosters probably want him to succeed so damn badly. That's well, the only way yeah, he is one of there's the only way you can live that long at that job. That's fair. Yeah, he's the golden boy. Came back yeah. home and is not doing well. Um all right, so we got Nebraska, uh <laughs> aforementioned. <laughs> projected at six and six, looking a little bit uh, doubtful. Off at to this an point. interesting start. Yes, uh, inauspicious. I guess you could say he's uh, Scott Frost. Has been there four years. His record at the school is. Uh, let, let me just update this number. He is uh, fifteen and thirty right now. That's uh, not great. If he wins. If he wins his next fifty games, he will still not have a better record than uh, Bo Pelini. Okay, what happened to Bo Pelini? They fired uh, he him. He was fired after going yeah, like yeah. 65 and something. 9-3 yeah, in his last season. Yeah. Well. Got that? What was that quote that somebody put up about like 
how essentially how much he hated the fans and everyone it there had, and about how spoiled they were, etc. It had a lot of swearing in it. It did. It did. And we're starting to learn that maybe Bo Pelini was right to be that frustrated and that he was right with everything he said in that quote. But Yep. Anyway. Uh, if we if we did this preview last week, I would have said I think Nebraska's going to get it together here. They're going to be a decent team this year. They're not going to do the same bullshit they did last year. Uh, but then, but then Ireland happened, and nope, still same old Nebraska team. No, there's it's actually probably nothing for the best this sport, man. You've been you've been saying every team in the in the West so far is a dark horse. So I, it's probably the, good that yeah. they lost they can't, because you would they can't all again. be dark horses. <laughs> the, the, the West is literally all dark horses. I don't know if right. anyone can win the West I, currently. Listen to these stats. I got some fun Nebraska stats that if you're a fan, I'm sorry, but these are just pain. Uh, here's a here's a number, 6.22. How close were the Cornhuskers to having a decent season? Nebraska lost nine games in 2021, but all nine of the team's losses came by single digits. The Cornhuskers' average margin of losses was 6.22 points. Also, here we go. This is This is even better. Nebraska's passing offense ranked 26th in explosiveness last year. Nevertheless, the Huskers had only 57 total plays of 20-plus yards, or 86th. So somehow they were 26th in explosiveness, but they only but they were 86th in uh, total plays of 20 plus yards. So I don't even know how that happens, but that's just <clears throat> Nebraska in a nutshell last year. I mean, like I said, you've you've broken computers when you put up the season yeah. Nebraska did last year. You're in a it's literally time. like those two numbers don't make any sense together. <laughs> so that's what I'm like. <laughs> Advanced stats have no idea Scott, what to do with that team. Scott Frost is a magician, man. God bless him. <laughs> How can you be 26th in explosiveness and 86th in explosive in 20 plus yard explosive plays? I, I don't understand Damn. that. All right. But, yeah, they took they took the worst of the two quarterbacks from Texas and expected that to work. They hired the offensive coordinator from Pitt last year of mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett and uh, Mark Whipple. And, yeah, Mark Correct. Whipple. Who's mm-hmm. like sixty-five and definitely just went there because it was a paycheck. And definitely got thrown under the bus in the first game by uh, Scott Frost, and yeah. he needed to call more more complex uh, play calls. Essentially, nothing nothing has changed. Yeah, things are going great there, and everything's the same. Yep, uh, times a flat circle, and uh, yeah, Casey uh, Casey Thompson, the Texas transfer, is picking right up where Adrian Martinez left off there. Maybe it's not the quarterback. Picking up where he left off in Texas at that. Well, that's fair. Uh, head coach uh, for now is Scott Frost. We'll see how much longer that lasts. I give uh, until the bio drops, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> until the bio drops. Illinois is projected at six and six. Uh, presumed quarterback Tommy DeVito or Arthur Sitkowski, and head coach is uh, uh, Bert Bielema. Lost some dudes that I don't know who they are. Tommy DeVito, uh, another is dark also. dark horse in Illinois. Uh, okay. Every day, every team is a dark horse. <laughs> Tommy DeVito is also like twenty-five. Rounding out the uh, the Big Ten West, we got another dark horse. Uh, we got Northwestern <laughs> uh, projected at four and eight. Uh, Presume dark horse. That's right. Uh, quarterback Ryan Holinsky, lost some dudes. Head coach is still Pat Fitzgerald. This feels like a. This might actually feel like a little bit of an overachieving achieving year. I kind of disagree with the the four and eight. I don't think they're a dark horse, but I think this is an overachieving well, Northwestern. Quarter of the way there. So that's right. I mean, yeah, Mister Five Hundred, Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> yep, this feels like a six and six team to me. Yeah, either is, this will be uh, either six and six or they'll inexplicably actually win the Big West, like they have in the last couple of years. 
Yeah, that's where we need the sickos thing, but this is a podcast <laughs> as a visual medium, I guess, right? Um, all right, so there's your uh, preview. Let's talk about last week's games, if we must. We won't spend much time on no, this, but... We don't need uh, to. Do all right, it. Saturday. We had Western Kentucky played Austin P. They won 38-27, the Hilltoppers, and Northwestern uh, in Nebraska evangelized uh, college football to Ireland, and uh, Northwestern won inexplicably uh, 31-28, I would say. That, At uh, least, I mean, if you are if you are like uh, an Irish person and you had like no skin in the game and you just were like, ah, let's just go watch this football game. Mm-hmm. I bet it was super enjoyable. That was, yeah, that was sure. not a bad game. Except you were probably like, why the fuck did that kicker kick it so short that one yeah, time? Yeah, <laughs> the onside <laughs> kick was so fun. <laughs> they were up a lot. Why didn't he kick it far? Like all the other times. <laughs> like, yeah. Why no kick far? <laughs> Special teams play and Scott Frost name a more cursed combination. Yeah, he couldn't have had a, a better game to end on a kind of an inexplicable uh, play <laughs> call. Yeah, and snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. They basically, from what I understand, and I didn't watch a lot of this because I was uh, driving, but uh, I believe that Nebraska or no Northwestern took a lead, and then they basically, in soccer terms, they they parked the bus. And they dared Nebraska to beat them. And if I remember correctly, the stats were something like punt, punt, interception, punt, 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 whatever for Nebraska. Like, they didn't do anything the rest of the game. Like, Northwestern was just daring them to do something with the ball, and they couldn't do anything to they score. Had, so. They had, like, I mean, they scored, they got to 31, they kicked the onside kick, and then they never scored again. And Northwestern just slowly chipped away at it. God. That was the last, like, uh. quarter. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, Scott Frost picking up where he left off last year. So Utah State was at uh, or or at uh, sorry UConn. Utah State won thirty one twenty. We got Illinois versus Wyoming. Uh, Illinois won thirty eight six. And Vandy uh, went to Hawaii and won sixty three to ten. I don't know. Uh, everybody's freaking out about Vandy. I think Vandy looked all right, but also Hawaii got decimated because uh, Todd Graham was there before. It was an asshole, and that team basically the entire team left. So yeah, that uh, I mean, I think it's more of an indictment of where Hawaii's at than Fandy. But when you're a bad enough coach yep, that yeah. like Congress is asking you to speak in front of it, you've, yes, you've you fucked up. It was Hawaii's very bad. Got quite a hole to dig out of. Yeah, they got. Uh, it's probably about. I don't know if it's as bad as what Kansas <laughs> was dealing with. It's probably uh, very similar to that. They've got a long, long, long way to go. You're, um, I don't know what that's, that, I, yeah. I think I carried over some things yeah, from last year. That's not right. Pacing, buddy. <laughs> carried over some, some stuff from last year and pay no attention to that. Game of the week. Uh, it's the game. All right. So your preview of uh, this week's games, uh, oh, all these spreads are as of yesterday. So it could have changed a little bit between now and then we got Thursday. We got some games. We got Central Michigan at Oakey Light, and uh, they're favored by 21, and that's at 7 on FS1. We got the Backyard Brawl, West Virginia at Pitt. Favorite. Watch that. Huh? Yeah, watch that one instead. Watch yeah. that. Yeah. Pitt's favored by 7.5. Watch it. it. I'm not instead of anything, just watch it. You should watch that game. Backyard sure. Brawl's fun. They hate They hate. It's great, other. yeah. <laughs> yeah, As they someone do. someone who is... lived like, in the middle of that rivalry for many years, it's fantastic. Yeah, this is definitely the one where they're both like just grabbing an empty beer bottle and just charging at each other to beat each other over the head with it. It's that game. Random and, things uh, on fire. It's great. Yeah. Setting couches on fire for sure. Either way. Win or loss. And uh, that's at 7 on ESPN. So definitely watch that. Uh, Penn State 
uh, if you have to. Penn State is favored by three and a half at Purdue. God help me, I will. On on Fox. Uh, Anything on that, Nick? Uh, If we lose that game, I am going to do some unspeakable things. Mm. You're only three and a half point favorites. Yeah, because we're shit. At (laughs) Purdue at night on national TV. And Purdue Purdue was better than us last year. Is You're, that the uh, is that the Gus game? Uh, what channel is it? Fox. Fox. Then yeah, it'll will be. I don't know who's Big Noon. Noon's not. Well, I mean, it's on Thursday, so. Oh, that's yeah, a Thursday night. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So it's gonna be Gus yelling at, yelling oh, out. Gus as... yelling at night in West Lafayette. That's you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing I'll be at a bar. <laughs> there you go. At 5 p.m. right after work. Hope you have a couch to light if things go south for you. I just got one. Actually, I need to build it. Oh well, maybe just, <laughs> just, just leave it in the box. Yeah, yeah. Skip the middleman. Just light the box. <laughs> yeah, the fire. It might be. Yeah, it might be easier to burn. <laughs> it's a lot easier to move around. That's, um, that's true. Well, actually, yeah. that's, I had to take it upstairs. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, boxes. Heavy boxes upstairs aren't fun. No. Uh, Illinois is going to be at Indiana. He's favored by three, and that's an eight on FS1. So there you go. That's certainly a game. Uh, TCU is favored by 13.5 at Colorado at 10 on ESPN. So if you wanted a, a nightcap, there's your game. Andy, how much of a degenerate are you? Are you going to watch Thursday night at 10 p.m. game? Hell yeah, I am. Work from home okay. on Friday. It's fine. After dark. All right. Yeah. Uh, Pack 12 ish after dark, I guess, right? Pack 12 adjacent? Yeah. Saturday. I mean, I guess Colorado is technically uh, packed these days, if I remember correctly, for now. For now. They are. Until things change again. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, we got uh, Colorado State at uh, Michigan, favored by 30 and a half. (laughs) This is your Caden McNamara showing out game, apparently. That's at noon on ABC. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sure. Watch that, I guess, if you. I don't know what what else. Yeah, that sure. Whatever. NC State, um, they're favored by eleven and a half at East Carolina. So they're on the road at East Carolina. That's fun. That's, and that's at noon. <laughs> that's at noon on ESPN. North Carolina's yeah. weird, man. Anything can happen. Yeah, and speaking of anything can happen, we got North Carolina at uh, App State favored by one at home at noon on ESPN. You, I would say, watch this game instead. Honestly. Yeah. Was Appy App. State always been the favorite, or just after last week they decided that North Carolina is not very good? So now that App State's the favorite, this was as of if, yesterday. Uh, Let me take a look. Uh, if they weren't the favorite before, they should have been. <laughs> uh, North Carolina see. opened as a three and a half point favorite, but that line has moved to App State one point. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it must have been after North Carolina played last Saturday. They're like, yeah, <laughs> maybe we should move the line. Yeah, App State's App State should should win that game. Is so it's at Appy State. Yeah, man. How are these like P five teams playing? That's what I'm saying. North Carolina is weird, man. <laughs> Both of these, I, all four of these teams. I think we're just we used to our teams. By the North Carolina fans of of these state of these teams that the the state is making them do this, but I don't know if that's true. That open line I think was it's established like, on August 27th, and then it moved on August 29th on that Sunday. Down to that favorite. <laughs> Tom, I think this is like the uh, the meme from uh, Arrested Development. The uh, we demand to be taken seriously. Yeah. But the <laughs> North Carolina schools, I I don't know that we can take them seriously when you're playing road games at uh, G5 programs. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Not a good reminds look. Me, reminds me of how UNC Wake is in a conference <coughs> game. Just weird. Oh, yeah. Shit. I about that. <laughs> That's North weird. North Carolina NC football. State. Well, yeah. I mean, sorry, not, not NC State, but uh, ACC scheduling some, sometimes gets really weird. Yeah. With that stuff. All right. Cincinnati at Arkansas. Real good game here. Uh, Arkansas favored by six at 3.30 on ESPN. So check that out. If you want to see some attempted whomping or some pick or whatever they do there. KJ and uh, he's still there. He's still there. They did lose that uh, that receiver, uh, Traylon, Traylon Burks. Burks, I want to say, yeah, yeah, it's real good. And Cincinnati lost everyone. Yeah, Cincinnati lost everyone, and Arkansas lost their top uh, receiver. I think Cincinnati yeah. might be in some rough sledding, but it'll be fine. Maybe Oregon versus Georgia is a seventeen and a half point favorite as of yesterday, and that's at three thirty on ABC. So. Uh, yeah, I put some stuff on here for me, but I don't really need to read all them. It'll be interesting to see the uh, see how Dan Landing does there uh, running the program in his first year. I think this is probably not a not it's a not great. Start. Yeah, not not a good first game for for him. Uh, I do think Oregon has some talent on uh, defense. I want to say Noah uh, was it Sewell or something like that. Uh, I think it, one of the line, some of their linebackers are really good. They, they have some good guys on on defense, but I don't know. I just don't think that they have the. I don't think that they have the talent to match up. And the advanced stats thing from Stats of War on Twitter kind of shows that we don't really need yeah. to get into this one. This is not our game of the week, uh, unfortunately, because there's one that is a little bit bigger. But I do think this will be a good one. Matching two ranked teams, and uh, we got another game uh, next. Uh, matching one ranked team against an unranked team, we got Utah favored by three at Florida at seven on ESPN. That I do think be that, higher. Yeah, I think that what do you mean the the spread? The, yeah, the spread. Like Utah only being favored by three is interesting. It is interesting. the The altitude thing is going to be interesting because they play at altitudes; so they're used to that. However, uh, Florida, I think, is projected to be around like ninety five percent humidity uh, this Saturday. So the humidity is going to suck, but they're going to be feeling like they're getting a lot more oxygen because they're no longer at like six thousand feet of altitude. But they're going to be super If you're not used to humidity, it's pretty rough. It is pretty rough. That's why yeah. I'm like breathing, breathing that that wet air in is or. Yeah. Moist air. Yeah, I mean, Florida feels like you're in a sauna all the time. So, I mean, it's... Uh, I think it feels awful. But, you know, some people that grew up in the cold love that. Um, but, yeah, it feels it feels like you're in a sauna all the time. So, that's what uh, Utah's looking forward to. I think that it could... I would like to think that Utah's going to kill them because I hate Florida. But uh, with it being a new coach, I don't exactly know if there's going to be like a rallying effect or whatnot because clearly the players gave up on Dan Mullen last year. Um, I think you could see a little bit of a rally effect. But I do also think that Florida has a long way to go. So uh, nothing would really surprise me in this game. I hope Utah kills them by like two or three touchdowns. But I think it's probably going to be more like a 10-point game if I had to guess. Utah should probably win regardless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Utah by about yeah. 10. Seems about right. Utah State is going to be at Alabama. It's favored by 41 and a half. Um, that's at 730 on SEC Network. Yeah, Sorry, Utah just State. I, I like to include the teams that I think are going to be uh, playoff uh, favorites, even if it's a shitty game. You think so. that highly Utah State? <laughs> hey, man. They're an up-and-coming program. 
So we got Boise State at Oregon State, and that's uh, Oregon State's favored by three, and that's at 10.30 on ESPN. Your game of the week. Andrew, wake up. Dun, 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 Awaken the, uh, what's their, what's Notre Dame's thing? The Echoes? Ec- ec- awaken the Echoes. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not w- wake them up. W- w- wake up, Echoes. Well, wake, wake their asses up. <laughs> yeah, wake them up. All right, so Notre Dame's going to be at Ohio State. It's favored by 17. Uh, somebody for Marcus uh, Freeman of that today. And uh, that was interesting. Put, I think it was actually 17 on the bulletin board. Yeah, he said he supposedly did not know that i don't believe that any of these coaches don't know this shit that they know all this they all act like they don't know they know everything about this they have people that they pay to to bring in any bulletin board material that they can but anyway so they'll use that as some form of motivation that's a 730 on a on uh, abc so that's the fowler herb street game the other one the georgia game on abc is scott or it's it's blackledge and what's his name scott whatever the other abc dude so this is the big guys. Ohio State has 19 of 22 starters coming back from last year. So that's pretty good. My yep. note my note here was hopefully they have no inside linebackers coming back. Um, <laughs> Athlon also has them at number two in the big for linebackers, which I think is terrifying for the Big Ten. <laughs> that's, yeah. We were just Man. told that they have terrible linebackers. Yeah. I think that's an, an indictment on the Big Ten, to be fair. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> they got, uh, we already talked about CJ so. Hicks. Uh, is is CJ Hicks supposed to be a inside linebacker? Because he's like six three, which seems uh, a little large. Uh, I don't for inside know. linebacker, I don't know if he's starting. Do you guys even <laughs> do you guys use outside linebackers because you run like a four down lineman most of the time? I would. We're assume. running. Oh, I thought we went over this. We're running the eleven DB. <laughs> yeah. You guys forget. That's right. It's it's he'll it's be Opal. Lucky to see the field. Yeah, it's Opal DBs. That's right. He has um, to slim up. Yeah. So you talked about uh, Travion Henderson. So Ohio State was 110th in the country last year and how much they rushed the ball. Uh, obviously, Travion Henderson did well with it when he got the ball, but they did yeah. not actually rush it that much. So I mean, one with 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns, can't complain. Yeah. I think it's just the He's amount missed. of rush attempts. So could have actually uh, potentially been better. But, I mean, I guess when you're passing it that much, it's kind of like, eh. I don't know. There, there, there were times when uh, I, I would say that they that they it would have been nice if they could have run the ball and been a bit more physical. But uh, we'll see how that uh, how that goes. I know being a former OC, Ryan Day loves to throw the hell out of the ball, so you're going to see that a lot. They were real bad last year, 94th in the country in defensive passing success rate. So your uh, DBs uh, didn't do all that great. <laughs> Is Real bad. Surprisingly. <laughs> Hopefully they're better. They were number one in offensive efficiency last year and 81st in the country in defensive efficiency. So nowhere to go but up on that yeah. side ball. It seems to me, honestly, like if they could get in the top like 20 somehow. If okay, they 50. just have an average defense. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need is an average defense. <laughs> If you get like a twenty or thirty place bump in defensive efficiency, like there's no way that this is not a minimum a playoff team. Uh, you're probably gonna have to be better defensive efficiency to actually win the thing. But in my opinion, like you need you need to have a pretty competent defense. Obviously, your offense is great, but yeah, yeah, there's there's uh, very yeah. little chance Ohio State isn't a playoff team. Yeah, 
Well, they weren't last year. They weren't last well, year. But, yeah. And they fixed the one issue where the reason why they weren't. We think. We don't know if they actually hey, fixed man, it. I'd it love could have been that. They fixed it, but. They, they, they certainly made a change. I don't know if that fixed it. I mean, it could be that Jim Knowles was just out there in the in the Big 12 where uh, he, he was able to look good because of, you know, who else was around him. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. He's got to overhaul this game, obviously. Um, Notre Dame was 91st in rushing efficiency last year, succeeding on only 27.1% of rushes. So not a good stat for them. All the stats favor uh, Ohio State pretty much. Except for... Well, actually, no, I don't really see anything. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, sorry. Uh, EPA uh, per pass. Uh, so Ohio State is obviously worse defending the pass than Notre Dame is at passing the ball. Um, Look at all these advanced stats based on absolutely nothing. Well, this is uh, this is last <laughs> <New> year. <season. laughs> some of it's last year. Some of it's projections. You have to. Uh. Yeah. Uh, your win probability is uh, 85 per 86 percent. We'll just round up for Ohio State. Projected 37 points, and Notre Dame projected 22 points. So, do with that uh, what you will with your money in Vegas. Do not bet. Those points seem low for Ohio State. I'm just gonna say that first of all. They seem a little high for Notre Dame, but also yeah. this is Ohio State's do they? defense. I was thinking they, were, they seem low for both teams. Um, <laughs> yeah, 22 think- seems about right for Notre Dame given Ohio State's defense. <laughs> I think that Mark. I think they can score more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's Notre Dame, man. I think. <laughs> yeah, but it's Ohio State. Marcus Freeman is going to be a good head coach. Okay. But your first uh-huh. game in as head coach, coming yeah. to play in probably the biggest game in Ohio State in mm, close to 15 years. Probably the last big game was like 05 versus Texas at home. Was the last big out of conference home game. Oklahoma. Did you guys play Oklahoma. Uh, it wasn't as big. It didn't have this. It doesn't have the the, the cachet at that point. We talk about the Oklahoma. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Didn't have the cachet. This is. The, I think this is still. This is the second biggest game behind the Texas Vince Young game. You I hate. Uh, I hate that Notre Dame is as big as they are now. God damn it. <laughs> and not big. Mark, Andrew is bullshit. No, I'm not. This is. I mean, this. Uh, the, okay. So he has, I mean, Air, I know what Air, he means. Airbnb. Said Columbus, Ohio is the is the hottest booking destination for Labor Day weekend. <laughs> uh, solely, and it's only because of this game. Out of all the places you could go on Labor Day know, weekend, on Labor Day weekend, Columbus, Ohio is the number one booking destination. This game's huge. Yeah, it's because all the Notre Dame fans are trying to go. So, anyways, yeah. thanks to a good head coach. Uh, I think you know primetime game. Uh, yeah. Marcus Freeman coming back to his alma mater. To coach against them, I think he's going to be a little intimidated. Uh, there's been a fun thing that's been going around Ohio State Twitter the last couple of weeks is there is a really good clip of when Marcus Freeman was playing for Ohio State, uh, which is actually during that USC uh, season uh, in 07, 08. There's a clip of him playing outside linebacker, and there is a fullback running a wheel route, and he just blows past Freeman that people just keep posting over and over again and tweeting at him. Uh which I think is fun, but it's also like, hey, that's, he was our dude. Uh, that was yeah, our team. You're going yeah. to piss him off, and now he's not going to come be the coach at Ohio State when uh, Ryan Day goes to the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. We, we'll, we'll get someone better. That's what we always do. Uh, okay. I think Ohio State probably easily wins this game. I think it's going to be a little loosey-goosey in the first quarter, and then I think Ohio State settles down, CJ settles down, and this turns into a rout. Yeah. Seems about right. 
Yeah, theme of the week is not not a good uh, first game as a head coach, I guess, for some of these games. So you're yeah, turd of the week, North Dakota at Nebraska, who did not take a week off after coming back from Ireland. So Nebraska is favored by 22 <laughs> and a half. Yeah, 22 and a half. Seems high. I wanna, yeah, I might want to take North Dakota on that spread. <laughs> that's right. Yep. And that's at 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. I mean, unless you think Nebraska is just going to get out all their frustration on North Dakota, which I don't know. Ah, I would certainly. Uh, North, North Dakota is good though. Jet lagged. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, jet lag plus like all of the Dakotas are good, and North Dakota is no exception. So that's right. Pac-12 after dark game of the week is Kent State at Washington. We don't have a lot of choices for Pac-12 <laughs> after dark games this week, as you can see. Yeah, Washington's favored by twenty-three, and that's at ten thirty on FS1. <laughs> and so there you go, and. Now we are into the next segment, Andrew. Pick what do you ups? want to do next? Yes, we're into pickups real quick. All right, let's okay. go through these pickups real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. So this season we're doing a little bit different thing. We're still going to do our picks. If the game is over a seven-point spread, we will pick against the spread. Other time else, it'll be straight up. Uh, we are also going to have what we're calling the Vegas picker. Uh, the Vegas pick will be always pick the favorite. If we pick it against the spread, Vegas will always pick to cover. And we will see what happens if you just went with Vegas every time. So, with that being said, uh, first up okay. we have LSU at Florida State. LSU is a three-point favorite. We will start with Tom. Uh, I think... Oh, man. I'm going to go with LSU just so Katie won't be mad at me. <laughs> Perfect. But I think it's a toss-up. Well, you need to keep that assembly line rolling for everybody's uh, know, best man. interest. I'll, I'll take the hit. That's right. Um, I'm going to go with LSU as well. I just don't think that Florida State has it going on. Mike Norville is uh, on borrowed time there. Uh, I'm going to go Florida State. Okay. For no reason other than I don't know anything about any of those teams. They're both a disaster. LSU hey, has a guy from Boston with a southern accent as their coach. Family. Family. That is we'll family. That is very yeah. true. Uh I'll go I'll go Florida State. Alright. And then the Vegas picker will also go LSU. Okay. Up next, we have the backyard brawl. West Virginia at Pitt. Pitt is a seven and a half point favorite. Oh, uh, we're taking spread on this one, yeah. Yep, we'll start with we'll start with Nick. Uh, will Will Pitt cover seven and a half? Uh, no. I think WVU is going to be good this year. Uh, I also say no. And oh boy, do it, do it, do it, oh do it, so I can say yes. I'm, say anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Just going to say no. Oh man. Wow. Hmm. Okay, well, I... Oh, man. Fine. I'll, I'll just go with no. I was going to pick the opposite of what Andrew picked because, you know, reasons. I am going to pick the opposite of what uh, Andrew picked. I'm going to say yes. I think uh, Pitt will cover. And then Vegas will be, say they will cover. There. Up next, your Thursday night special, Penn State at Purdue. Penn State is a three-and-a-half-point oh. favorite. Start with Tom. Who wins that game? Oh. Oof. Ugh. I'm going Purdue. Wow. God. Wow. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry, Nick, 
god. <laughs> I'm going for you as well. I don't feel good about this game. <laughs> for Penn State. Uh, I have so many bad feelings about this game that I think it counteracts anything else. So I think Penn State actually wins it. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, dear god. I know. Ah. Uh, this this game is going to be painful to watch. And I'm going to predict a painful outcome, Purdue. Oh, man. I'm ready to be and hurt again. Vegas pick will pick Penn State. Up next, we have the Utes at the Gators. Utes are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll go straight up. Start with Nick. Utah. Just saying. Uh, really, I kill. will... I will also go Utah. Your Lockhart Cold pick of the week is Utah wins by two scores or more. There you go. Oh, well, that's Ooh. reasonable. Okay. Well, I'm not going to pick uh, Florida. If they were on, f- <laughs> uh, yeah. If they were on fire, I wouldn't. I wouldn't piss on them. So I'm going to go with Utah. Uh, <laughs> what do we? What do we got here? That? Is that noise? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I will also take Utah. I, wow. I don't think they're going to win by That's two sweet. scores. But yeah. And the Vegas picker will also pick Utah. All right. Okay. Up next, we have Oregon at UGA. UGA is a 17.5 point favorite. Tom, do they cover? <sighs> I... I think we're going to get the UGA special here where they're going to score like 10 points and then cruise control while sitting on the ball for the rest of the game. So I say no. I think it's going to be something like 13 to 3 or something. <laughs> but I think Whoa. UGA will be in complete control. God. 13 to 3? Yeah, okay. 13 to 3. Okay. Awful. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's your, your typical Georgia kind of game. Oh, the, the one where we averaged like 39 points per game last year? Um, oh, here we go again. <laughs> I would say... Uh, I'm not going to pick my team ever, but I think it's not going to be 13 to 3. So, no. What's the score going to be then, Andy? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. I don't think Oregon's going to score a lot, but I also think that Georgia's going to be like, yeah, we got our points. We're- uh, Let's see. I think it usually that usually happens around 28 or 35 points. And then, yeah. And then call I'm going to say... I'm going to say no, and I think this game's way closer than people think. I think this game's 10 points or less. I don't know if it's 10 points or less, but I do think this is going to be close to 17 and a half. So I'm going to say no as well. Believe in the power of the Vegas. Vegas picker will say yes, they do cover. All right, last up, you have game of the week. Notre Dame at Ohio State. Ohio State is a 17-point favorite. We will start with Nick. Do they cover? Yes. Ohio State's going to kill. I also say yes. Because I'm not a coward. Yeah. Yeah, this is the... Uh, 17, po- 17 is a lot of points, man. Ohio State scores a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, but they also give up a lot of points. They might not. <laughs> but okay. they might they not. Right. Think about they that. Have, they have shown yeah. more ability to not give... Or they've shown more promise to not give up a ton of points than Notre Dame has shown a build, promise to be anything different. Well, right. what happens when a stoppable object meets a whatever... Um, meets a movable force. Meets a movable force, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what this game is. So, 
uh, we'll see. I, but I'm going to go ahead and say that OSU, yeah, yes, the, they're the Go Dog Sick and Woof Woof game of the week. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. What's your, what's your, <laughs> what is it? Just so they cover? Uh, no, no, we're going to say Ohio State by, uh, I mean, I don't think I could say like something like 21 points, but I think we got to go with something more like, uh, something to make Andrew happy. It, it w- would 28 points make you feel warm and tingly down there? Andrew? I'm, we lost Andrew. We lost him. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just going to go 28. All right. Ohio State by 28. He's moving the cursor around. I don't know if he can hear us or not. He's just gone completely silent. All right. Okay. And I will take... Uh, I think I think Ohio State will win, but I think it'll be by 14. So I'm going to take Notre Dame. And then, uh, oh, like, I'm back. Hello? Oh, okay, you're back. I'm back. I don't know. Everyone turned into robots. And then <laughs> downloading the porn? Or what? Andy started to say, is Go Dog Sick and Wolf Wolf? And then everyone turned into robots. It was Go Dog Sick and Wolf Wolf, Ohio State by 28 or more. He was asking if you would feel. He was asking if tingly. It would you feel warm and tingly. Yes. Like at what point do do you start to feel warm and tingly in the pants, with the win? During this game? Yes. How many points like, would you have to win by? It, I'll take any win. Makes me feel warm and tingly. Okay. One point, two point, three point. Easy to please. Um, yeah. Tom what, said Tom, no. What did you say? I said no. I said. You said fourteen. I said no. Oh, I like no. 14. Robots are happening again. Ah. Oh, jeez. God. All right, oh, I'll go ahead and uh, read this out for you. So Vegas says... Okay, uh, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is going <laughs> to say, yes, they do cover. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Jeez. All right, this is a train wreck. They they cover. <laughs> and uh, so there we go. We got the uh, the pickums. although I think we need to do conference pickums, right? Oh, no. Yeah, we do. All right, so... Uh, all right, so I'm, I guess I'm going to go ahead and lead this, and we're going to have to tell uh, tell him what our answers are later. <laughs> this is fantastic because I only have a few at it, a few access to this thing. Um, yeah, it's fine. All right, so uh, Tom, everyone's going to pick Ohio State and Wisconsin. Yeah, so it's okay. Well, uh, do we have anybody differing from Ohio State and Wisconsin with Ohio State winning? Uh, no, I'm not going to say anything different. Okay. Yep. Thought Seems about, about right for a second, but no. <clears throat> He's back. All right. I'm back. Are you? It's probably gonna break again. All right. So just ignore him. That's what I always do. Anyway. I don't know if you're back or like actually <laughs> gonna be back. What section? Are, what section are we on? We're, we're, doing we're, we're, start, we're talking about conference pickums. Everybody's going Ohio State over Wisconsin. Oh, wait, I didn't know we're doing that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going uh, Ohio State over Wisconsin as well. <laughs> okay. There you go. We figured. There you go. It's thrilling. Shocking. Yes, it's very shocking. All right. Okay, and uh, do we have any questions, or do we want somebody else to read them? Because you're probably internet's about to go down again. Well, I need to read the one. Okay. Then read because the one. Yeah. I have notes. Okay. Oh god. All right. Uh, well, let's 
let's see, listen. I'll do at least this one, and hopefully I don't. I took these. I I made these notes on the way back to the drive. Uh, I I, di- I dictated most of these things to my wife. God. So, uh, <laughs> as I was driving, was she writing them office. down with a notepad? Uh, yeah, a piece of paper that was in the car. That's fantastic. Carry on. Uh, okay. <laughs> An Iowa fan asked us question for the podcast: If the mm-hmm. Big Ten was actually the Bug Ten, which insect mm. would each school be? Mm. That's a wow. lot. Of, that's a okay. lot of bugs too. Do we all have to answer that? No, I have a list that I've written on a piece of paper. All right, we're just going to go you with can you. Agree or disagree? Yeah. No, just go ahead. These are these are in no particular order. They're just they came into my head. Okay. Uh, Rutgers is mealworms. They're just cannon fodder for the rest of the team. Everyone just eats them. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to put for Ohio State. Uh, like a wasp or something, I guess. Uh, Michigan is a cockroach for obvious reasons. Uh, Ah. Nebraska is a stink bug because they're an outsider who came in and no one really likes them and they just stink up everything. That's a good one. Okay. Um, Illinois is worms. You just don't really think about them, but they're kind of beneficial to the environment. Okay. How is Illinois beneficial? Uh, Because everyone else feasts on them. (laughs) They're kind of like mealworms. They're nutritious. Okay. It seems like, yeah, you're reusing... Uh, that's fine. Iowa are cicadas. They come around every so often and annoy people. That's actually a yeah. good one. Uh, Rutgers are ants. They're they're just there. Okay. We have Rutgers on here twice. Well, Rutgers. Oops. <laughs> apparently, what I said Rutgers they? twice. I was just like, I was like, wait, the who? They can be ants or mealworms according to this list. Uh, <laughs> up next are Maryland. They are earwigs. They're harmless but gross because of their flag. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Penn State. They're mosquitoes. Uh, their presence is known, but they're easily deterred. Easily deterred, but they can cause you some bad itching. Okay. Um, Purdue are Purdue are a- aphids. Uh, they're soft, but they can actually ruin your season or crops very easily. Okay. Um, this is going very Big Ten agriculture lately. But okay. Mich- yeah. Michigan State are flies. You know they exist, and they just kind of annoy you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana house spiders, mainly harmless, but don't get caught in their webs. Okay. Uh, okay. Northwestern's a butterfly. They're ugly most of the time, but shine for a bit after hibernation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Minnesota are dragonflies because they just hunt the lower bugs on the totem pole, but they they don't do anything else to the bigger bugs. I feel like that would have been better for Wisconsin, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put Wisconsin on here. I forgot them. Hmm. Oh well. Wisconsin hmm. are like uh, dung beetles. Okay. Okay. They're just rolling around. And big shit. Beetles. There's there's rolling things. They're just big beefy things. Rolling around. Just rolling around. I like it. Okay. So that was my bugs. That was thing. my bug ten. Your bug snacks. Okay. Okay. Bug snacks ten. Yeah. You should have seen my wife's face when I was dictating these things. To her. <laughs> uh. All right. We'll go to the rest of the questions really quick. Okay. Um, I'm not doing this one from the UNC fan who asked about two trains coming towards each yeah, other. I already no, did. Doing, I already did the math. math it's five. The answer's okay, five. five. Meters a second. <laughs> UNC fan. The answer's five. I uh, did that yesterday because I was bored. A Penn State fan <laughs> asks us. I wonder who, who it could be. How are you going to convince yourself that Ohio State might be in danger before the playoffs? Have you seen the defense? <laughs> That's it's about gonna it. It's going to be like, it's just, someone's going to shank like a kick on like a, like a extra point and it's going to 
give me nightmares the rest of the season. Yeah, Michigan how State many kickers, gonna kickers do will do the windmill? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. we're going to get some variation on the windmill, windmilling kicker. Yes, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, okay, next up is Rutgers. What is your favorite part about Rutgers being in the Big Ten? I don't know. The it's win. Rutger. The New York market. The win. <laughs> the valuable yeah, New the, York the TV win. market. The easy dub. Um, a Kentucky fan asks, which team will Scott Frost be an analyst for next year? It's Alabama, right? Alabama. It's always Alabama. <laughs> it's Alabama. Right? I'm going to say Georgia. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And a twist. It's all. It's still just Nebraska. It's still just. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he just gonna stay? They just won't tell him to move out. He just moves um, down the hall. There's something. Yeah, yeah. They, they the like him so much. Yeah. The stapler. Uh, and an Illinois fan asks, "Is this the year a Big Ten West team makes the playoffs? And why is it Northwestern?" They've made the playoffs before, haven't they? Mm, no. no. Didn't Iowa go one year? No. No. Michigan no. State's made it. Ohio State's made it, and Michigan's made it. I hate. All right. Yeah. That's it. All right. We have, have been blown out. Uh, any other questions yeah. or was that it? That was it. Okay. I do not see any emails. Send us your emails to podcast at academically If you have other questions like, uh, like the, you know, the bugs for big 10 conference schools. If you want us to do the ACC, that would probably be pretty hard. If you wanted us to, you would have to ask us to do so. See some this. Georgia Tech are like yellow jackets because. Because, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I'll do other uh, kingdoms of species or whatever. What? I don't know. I'll do other okay. animals if you if instead of the Big Ten, instead of the Bug Ten, I'll do like the Savannah The, the Bug 12? The, the Savannah Eastern ECTS. <laughs> all right we're, I'll, we're i'll do them all we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here so uh send us emails to podcast at academically review us on apple's podcast thing if you actually uh use that um if you have another source of <laughs> doing a review do that um looking at the analytics it doesn't seem like many people are actually listening on the podcast thing they're listening on something where we can't tell what it is it says it's anonymous or something like that so who knows what you're listening on but uh thanks we for modify no, Spotify's uh, listed out. It's like other, essentially, I think. We're trying to get that Joe Rogan money. Listen on Spotify, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And it's easier to see if you are uh, listening on Spotify. Anyway, I think that that is it. And tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.